Hey everybody, it is Toronto Unicorn here with the Sex and Swinging with Toronto Unicorn podcast. I am here to interview R and Amelia about a very big DTF night last night. So there was definitely more friends with us last night at DTF night at Oasis Aqua Lounge and we wish that they could have joined the video chat but uh, it's the three ladies today. So we had a very big night last night. It is fresh on our minds, as fresh as it could be in a blurry state, you know, like we all got out of there after seeing so many things, doing so many things. So like some of it's a blur, but before it becomes, you know, lost in into the next memory, we wanted to document it. So here we go. DTF night uh, was at Oasis. We all had plans to go. We knew we were going. Uh, R was there on a date with her boyfriend and uh, Amelia was there with Amber. And I was going early to meet Fez and Terry because uh, that's what I like to do in these events so that I basically don't have the whole kind of distraction of when's my turn. Um, I want to get that out of the way and get my, you know, my sexual hunger kind of fulfilled while I watch everyone kind of feast around the club. And, and for me, that's what keeps the good feelings, good feelings, right? So... So I went early and uh, and I ran into my friends there. I kind of quickly grabbed the private room and uh, and I grabbed Fez and I took him up there and uh, yeah, I mean basically I'll tell my version of the story and then I'll both get, I'll give both uh, R and Amelia the floor to tell their versions and uh, I've also introduced video clips of some other people who attended so that you can get their perspectives as well. I went into the private room with Fez. We knew that, you know, we had like 30 minutes roughly before we probably have to go back down and like socialize. So there, you know, there's no like romance or anything. There's just like, yeah, like let's just get to it. So we did and we had fun. We know each other. We, we are comfortable with each other. So it really was fun to, you know, just have him back and have his, you know, his D in my mouth again. So soon I had seen him again a few days earlier. So yeah, he, he did some, some great things. He, he actually picked me up and he has like strength that I don't know where it comes from, but I'm like, I'm a bigger girl. And like, he just like picks me up and like fucks me against the wall for a few minutes. And I'm just like, all right, you've been working out. But yeah, so he does things like that. Like he's like a very good sexual performer. Um, and so I had a fantastic time. I had all sorts of the good feelings, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, while I was up in the private room, uh, basically my friends were downstairs at one point, Terry did come up, and that's up as his wife, and she came in and watched for a few minutes, and the comedian in me takes over in those moments, and I suddenly started including her in the crowd, right? And so I would just make funny comments, and she would, it was just hilarious. So we had, a, I don't, I like that she liked when Terry was there, because I like that I can be just as normal in front of the wife as not in front of the wife. You know what I'm saying? As a unicorn, that's a very good feeling. Probably as a wife, that's probably a good feeling to know that I'm not, you know, different around her. But no, I was just like, hey, do you want to watch your husband fuck my mouth? And I was just like down there like waiting for it. So it was fantastic. Then, you know, he gave me a few of his best, you know, I called, I called one condom a double-double because he didn't even take it off before he had another cum shot. That's how many this guy has in him. So that was it. We had our fantastic time. I go downstairs and basically hang out and socialize for a bit more. Now, the rest of the night, you know, includes Fez and Terry, but like in, a, in other people's storylines in, in a way. So I'm going to now pass the story on to Art and Amelia to figure out who's going to go next. But we're going to start talking about the crazy thing that they did on DCF night. I got there early with the boyfriend and we were, you know, just having some, some 
you know, time hanging out and whatnot. And then we went to the event. So we were in the pool. We went to the event. And there were some fun games going on there. So there was participation. There were prizes. And we stayed there. And I saw you guys going upstairs at that point out of the corner of my eye, mm-hmm. climbing up to the third floor. So I knew that there were some shenanigans or, or you know, the crown going to go on there. And shortly after, the, as soon as the event ended, you guys came down and said, oh, it's snack time. So that's when I finally met up with you and went upstairs. Mm-hmm. Okay, Amelia, it's all yours. So uh, I met this young gentleman, I guess um, my, my friend that's a matchmaker. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call him Ottawa Boy. We call him Ottawa Boy. Yeah, that's what we're going to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's nice. He has a nice body. He's polite. Uh, I saw him outside. Uh, we're outside smoking. Uh, you introduced me to him. I was there also with another friend with Amber. We got in together at the same time. And I was kind of interested. Um, but it was like kind of his first time. He's freshly divorced. First time at the club. He's very shy, very nervous, very anxious. Um, and I feel like that's kind of maybe my expertise. Apparently that's your type. Apparently that's your type. <laughs> so, so you take on the nervous news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Amber was calling me the welcome. The welcome committee. Yes. <laughs> her and Fez play because she was going to be played with Fez too and it was already known right so when their plans for the private room fell through she said that like she was okay with people watching and so I was like specifically asked like can I watch because like I also sleep with the same guy so it's just a little courtesy of like hey do you mind if I like poke my head around because there's like Amber's a beautiful woman and she wears like sexy lingerie and stuff like it's a beautiful sight to watch her have sex and so I genuinely like it as a voyeur. It helps that I also like watching Fez have sex and like together they have chemistry so it works out. And because I had already had sex with him, I felt fulfilled, right? So I was like, sure, blossom, whatever, right? Um, and so it felt great to watch. But that, so they were in the room to fuck. And then you were with that gentleman Ottawa boy beside them, but you didn't interchange with partners. You guys stayed to yourself. But I was there to be like handing out gummies at times. Remember I had gummies from yeah, the ballpark? Yeah. And I was, like, filling them in your mouth at, at intermission times. And then I would hand water and, like, lube. Like, I was there to help, too. Um, but, yeah, so, like, let's back up for a second. So, Ottawa boy, I had met this guy outside on the smoking patio. He looked a little out of place. He was fully clothed, looked a little mind-fucked. I got pretty quickly the understanding that he just, you know, was Googling places around to, like, go for, like, let off steam. And, like, this place seemed better than a strip club. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. So what was interesting is he didn't seem like he was going to enjoy himself. He looked like he was 
gonna leave. And I had made a point of just trying to make him comfortable that night. I knew I wasn't gonna sleep with him, but I was like, oh my gosh, like this guy is completely out of fish out of water and looks like he could normally thrive on his own, right? Again, he, he would have thrived on his own. But there's something about being alone in a new situation like that that could be very overpowering. And I wanted to soften that landing for that man just for the sake of his experience, right? And so I remember saying to him on the patio, like, look, like, feel free to check in with me all night. I'm like, you've got a friend in me. I have some friends I can introduce you to, right? So he, he was very uh, receptive. He didn't cling around, though. He would go and do his own thing and come back. Um, so he was a nice guy, but he could tell he needed something like this. He needed a night like this. And you are the fucking welcome wagon of the group, you, you know? And so he had the biggest smile on his face in that room. I applauded him. I was like, oh my God, you got out of your clothes. Because he said he wasn't going to change all night. Yeah, yeah. So when he got out of his clothes, I was like, see, you're assimilating. <laughs> that's funny. But that's what it's like to have a friend there. Who, If you're nervous and new, I didn't even know this man to be a friend. You don't need to know someone to be a friend of them in the moment. You know what I mean? To be kind to them, to be friendly. And I, I think that's what was fun about it is I don't know this man. And I, I still don't know this man. But it really just was somebody to soften a little bit of a landing so that he didn't walk out thinking, what the fuck was that, right? Instead, he's like, I've got a new... I think he, he even said the words, something came alive in me in that room. And I was like, wow, I'm hearing that all the fucking time. <laughs> he said that was the best day of his life. Really? He said that. He said, like, when we're sitting there eating gummies and he's just lying there, he's like, this is the best day of my life. And that's when he said, I'm, like, I've come alive. There's something in me that's awake now. Okay, so you heard it too. And here I am, I'm processing, um, you know, a podcast episode from Arnold Lane, who has the same words, new man, reborn, something came alive in me. Then I have Teddy's story from podcast episode 10, talking about how he was a reborn, new man, new energy. There's something that happens to these people when they are correctly integrated I think, into this lifestyle. But you could see a fault, a bad landing when you see one. And he had no parachute jumping out of whatever plane he came from. And I was his parachute. And then Amelia was really his parachute. <laughs> but what a lovely... Air mattress underneath. <laughs> <coughs> so it, was, it was a nice hard landing. But there you go. <laughs> and he was hot, right? Like, you guys had great chemistry. Yeah. yeah. He was hot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this is a sex club. I'm like, 
yeah. go look around, go enjoy. I'm like, now that you were, you know, you're, you put your, your, or you stuck your feet in the deep end. I'm you like, got your dick wet. That was, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you could go off on your own a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, explore, blossom, bloom. Right? Right. Do you? So it was cute. He hung out with us yeah. uh, for a bit, and then. I think eventually he left because we actually looked around the club for him at one point and didn't see him anymore. But I also knew he had to work early that day and that he wasn't planning on staying very late. So I think that when we had had snacks, I his energy, you could tell he was having a good time. He was still a bit, like, confused. But he, we basically, like, like ladies, we were so warm and inviting. We invite a man that we don't know to snack with us, to sit with us. Think about what that would be like for someone who was so nervous. And think about when he said the words, the best day of his life. We helped with that, right? And, like, it didn't take much more than kindness and just, like, a little bit of, you know, an open, you know, open mind. But this is what I like about this lifestyle is every time I meet a viewer who's new, I like to invest a little bit of time in them. I like to ask them questions. Oh, or do you know me? Like, do you have any questions? Are you going to be attending the event, you know? Because I can help be that soft landing for people, and I think I really enjoy that. Now, having said that, everyone needs a coach, sure, but everyone needs the welcome wagon as well. And if I can be like, Amelia, I've got another one for you. <laughs> 22, divorce, like I can be like. <laughs> but I'm picky too, right? Like yeah. I have, right? I have taste for like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say taste. It's my preference, right? Like I like yeah. certain types of guys, right? Yes. So it's not, I'm not always going to need a welcome committee to everybody, right? It's true. It's a good preference. But you did, you did ask around when you heard there was a virgin, you asked where they were. So, I mean, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Is that two staff members? We're like, yo, they're like, they're just coming over here. Yo, they're like, yo, there's a virgin here. I'm like, why are you telling me? <laughs> oh, you're the virgin popper. <laughs> with, with the deflowering certification. Yeah, right. right? Holding one of your legs, okay? 
he was in the middle there doing his finger magic, as we'll call it. <laughs> with there was a, a small audience that none of you saw that was like gathering in the room behind, mm. like on the, on the outer periphery, and he was going to town and all I could feel was like the little splashes of Amelia juices and I'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh for that room i had to basically yeah, wait for someone to finish dripping to get out so i could be like girls it's ready <laughs> you know? and don't laugh i was saving the other room oh, just in God. case you didn't get that room right <laughs> this is what friends are for it's teamwork it's, it's always teamwork right you know? it's so funny uh, and then we moved to that room after we cleaned it after we cleaned it <laughs>
And and that's when I turned to Terry and said, it's interesting. I'm like, I won't play with her, but I'll play with her. And she'll play with both of us. But I'm like, but she has cooties. Like, I just... <laughs> I remember that moment because I was like, it's just so funny, right? Oh, we're joking. Like, you guys were sitting there so comfortably. I don't, like, it was yeah. you, it was Amber, and uh, Beth, and you were just watching us. We're like, yeah. this guy's popcorn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was it. That was when we were all sitting there. The three of them were sitting, like, side by side, yeah. with their legs stretched out, crossed over feet, and they're looking at us like, okay, show begins. Yeah. And, it's <laughs> true. We had we had gummies. I was literally putting yeah. gummies in their mouth. There you go. Yeah. So the gummies are a hit. Yeah. It's good, but I can't be I can't be taking home the leftovers every time, guys. <laughs> There's no more gummies anymore. The gummies are gone. The gummies are gone. <laughs> Yeah, it was just one of those things. I, I think we, uh, so after the face thing, we all just like kind of hung out a little bit. The fan was going, it was kind of nice, the breeze. Mm-hmm. And I think we just kind of like started walking around, checking out, uh, like, you know, checking out the pool and just kind of socializing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. Like, I feel like that was like the highlight of my night was. Yeah. And, and honestly, the highlight of my night is being social. Before yeah. I went there, I'm going to be honest with you. I know it was due to DTF, but I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe I'm not in the mood to do anything. I just want to hang out with my friends tonight. I yeah. know everybody's going, right? Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. So lots of times that happens, right? You yeah. don't plan anything. You just go there, you know, feel the energy. And who knew what was going to happen? And that's what I mean. Like, going to hear face sitting? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I mean. I'm getting a shirt made for you that says, like, we have to figure it out still, but, like, welcome wagon or something, because, yeah, like, well, you'll be in the crew with a certain name, like, R is always going to be the legendary R, but maybe your welcome wagon, Amelia, like, we have to figure this out, because you get something out of helping these nervous guys, too, because you're giving them a nice, warm, feminine energy who is going to make them feel good. You're not going to embarrass them. You're not going to judge them. And think about the gift that is for maybe a different girl they might have hooked up with that wasn't in a sensitive mood, right? So I just think that you're a gift back, right? You're a gift to them. It makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And I'm not gonna lie, like fucking virgins can be good for your skin, man. It can be like it makes me feel younger to have men jerk off to me for the rest of their lives. <laughs> you know? That's just it. That guy last night I'm hundred percent sure that last night was gonna be a memorable moment for the audible guy. Me too. And that's why as soon as he stood up and started saying something about I feel alive again, I looked at, do you remember this moment? I said, yeah, welcome back to freedom. And he's like, thank you. Because he'd been married for 16 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the rest of the night, uh, you know, I went to the pool, hung out with R and her man. And, like, I, there was somebody else I played with before. Uh, kind of hung out with him for a little bit. 
Uh, I met some people that I met there before, just kind of socializing in the pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Then Amber and I decided to, uh, to you know, call it a night. I think it was like 2.30 or something. So I know Amber hooked up with Fez a few times, but did she hook up with anyone else eventually? No, she didn't. No way. Very nice. Okay. I'm so happy to know you. Aw. Uh, it's a good time. It's if friends share face sitting, you know, with with their friends, you know. <laughs> it's like I said, it was a potluck of many kinds last night. We yes, we all brought a snack to contribute, but technically, we all brought like Terry brought a man to contribute, you know, like <laughs> she's she's the star of the potluck. My, my friend brought a man too. Yeah, uh, you know, like yeah. I'm not gonna put my tongue down there, but it, I'll let him put his. Yeah, right there you go. And thank you for that. Well, no, you had a smile on your face. I, I watched you. You had a smile on your face. You knew your friend was having a good time. You knew your boyfriend was having a good time. And you knew you were a part of it. Your hand was on his dick a, a few times while he was on, while she was underneath of her. So it looked, you looked happy. You looked like you were pleased. And I think that, uh, can you speak about that? What was that like when your friend was on your boyfriend's face? Um, you know, it was, it was nice to watch both of them having a good time. You know, yeah. I wasn't too sure how I might feel. Like, I, you know, it's hard to say. Yeah. But, oh, it was great. Like, it was, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I was there. And I should mention that this is not related necessarily even to your situation, just hypothetically. That sometimes, just because you get a, a weird feeling about something... It doesn't mean there's anything wrong. It means sometimes you learn to process that feeling differently or you look more introspectively about where that feelings come from and you try to address it. Because this, this lifestyle doesn't mean that we're not human and we don't sometimes feel a tinge of something or jealousy or why do I think this way or why am I happy that that happened when, when I should, you know, things like that. And I think that as humans, we have to be really honest with ourselves that Sometimes we go into our situation just hoping it's going to feel good. We expect it to feel good, but sometimes it might not. And I think just because something might not, sometimes it doesn't mean anyone does anything wrong. Sometimes it means you just have to reevaluate what you need to feel good, right? I mean, you know, I went in pretty much knowing it would be fine, but again, understanding that maybe it could have resulted in a feeling that I didn't like. So that I was aware of that. Um, And it didn't. It was great. And I'm open to that too. Yeah, right? we're friends. Honestly, friendship means more to me than anything else. And mm-hmm. I checked in with you before. You know, I was like, "Are you sure?" Absolutely. Right? <laughs> like, I made sure I <coughs> you, right? Like, honestly, it was hot for me to make out with you and him together. I know, right? <laughs> the three of us are kissing together. I was kissing you, kissing him, kissing you, kissing him. Right? I was dry humping both your legs at the same time. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I to me that's that means a lot to, to share. To, yeah. You know, we're all there to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's not a good feeling to, like, to feel left out. And like you said, process feelings. You're sharing somebody that you love, that you care yeah. about. Right? Yeah. And I'm glad that that worked out really well for all of us. So. Yeah. Too. Yeah. It is fun. And I, I I just have to say, like, we had other friends there who have their own storylines. You know, Fez could, could have his own to say, I will get a video clip of Fez to put into this video so that he can tell a bit of his story. But I got to watch him have sex with Amber after he had had sex with me with a good shower in between. And it was hot. It was hot. She's a sexy body. You could tell he's good at what he does. You could tell she's comfortable with him. And so I felt a little more guilty watching this time than I have before, which was new for me. I had to keep looking away. Like, I was like, 
can't be watching this for for some even though I was invited. So yeah, so I actually felt a little weird about being a bit too in their space, if that makes sense. Um, even though they did make me feel that way. So it, I just noticed a little bit more awkwardness. So like I was happy to watch you and an Ottawa boy too because you guys were. You didn't make me feel weird staring at you, okay? Like, I was like, you know, I was able to watch without any any issue. So that was interesting. But, no, I got to watch Fez, you know, for, for at one point he picked her body up and put her against the wall and had sex with her. And I, and I, he, he, he looked, turns around, whatever, and I was like, show off. Because, like, he's, you know, we have that, like, I don't talk a lot when he's fucking other women, but I can nod a good move when I see a good move. You know what I'm saying? So, and he likes that. He likes being watched. He likes being, you know, told he's doing a good job, even, you know. So, it, it all works out in our kinky little friendships. Um, so, it, it all works out that way. I left earlier than you guys. You, uh, I left at 12.30. I did the part of the vlog. Uh, the video will also be in the description or the comments. But basically, you guys ended the night. You know, you did a little bit more things, more socializing, you know, all that. But did I miss anything crazy? No, out in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we had a fantastic potluck again. We all had yummy snacks. I think it, it, it helps to to even just feel inviting the people, like the staff there, to be like have some snacks with us. Like it's just like breaking bread with people, right? Like it's essentially like a bonding thing. So I thought, I just thought it was a fantastic night socially. Um, I loved all my friends there. I had I loved seeing everyone have success. I met a lot of viewers. I had some people come up and you know you know say what they what videos they watch and things. Now those are the people that I ended up you know introducing to my friends later. So I've got to say, and I even confirmed this with Fez earlier. I, I invest back into my viewers. If my viewers have confessed to me in person, I meet them at Oasis that they watch my stuff or they've been moved by my content. I don't just wave at them and say goodbye. If I see them again in the club and, and I know that they're into, you know, whatever, I'm like, hey, I, you know, I know somebody who's into that. Or, or if I can give them a little, a little bit of advice in the locker room, like anything like that. And so I think it really goes to show that Fez, you know, was a viewer of mine way back when. And now he's, you know, the star of like all sorts of fucking scenes. So it goes to show that being a viewer, <laughs> say something <laughs> at the club. I just think it, it does matter and it does it hold weight in my heart. So uh, don't be shy. I, I have many people who email me the next day being like, I didn't want to come up to you. And I was like, well, you should have as long as I wasn't busy. Right. So um, just make sure you always ask permission to touch. I still get people who don't remember Believe it or not, it's mostly women uh, who, who don't think that rule applies to them sometimes. And I just have to say there's a lot of work in this consent world to make sure everyone understands how to do it respectfully. And I'm, none of us are, are innocent or guilty of it wholeheartedly. We just have a lot of work to do to be clear. So, you know, you'll be seeing more videos about consent with me. But basically, yeah, that's the, the sum up of DTF night. It was wonderful. Any final words before I throw it off to, to get an update from Fez? I say check out the club for yourself and uh, come say hi. We're, we're friendly, social people. Mm -hmm. And if you're a virgin, let it be known. <laughs> the welcome welcome let the staff know. Just mention it while you're in there. You know? <laughs> That's true. Well, you guys <laughs> Ar, what about you? Any final words? Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Well, I enjoyed this girls chat. We're going to be having more of these girls chats for actual podcast episodes. Once a month, we're going to start, right, ladies? We're going we're gonna to cover some pretty explicit topics. So it won't be on YouTube, but it'll be, you know, it'll be on my podcast. And we're going to start episode number one uh, for the girl chat about anal sex and what we all individually think about it because it's different. 
and uh, I. Three women, three opinions. It very it, exactly, and that's a very good representation of the rest of the world. That's a great, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, three different women. Yeah. So that's going to be episode number one that we chat about, but you're going to have to stay tuned for that. Fez wasn't able to join us in the video chat, but we're going to throw it to him. Fez, what did you think of DTF night? First, you had, you know, fun with me in the private room. Then you got to have your fun with Amber, which was kind of with me watching. And uh, we want to hear all of your details about it. What was that like for you? Thanks, Toronto Unicorn. So how was my DTF night at Oasis? Well, it was also my birthday night, so it was a fucking blast. Uh... For those of you who don't know, I was celebrating my 32nd birthday at Oasis, and I couldn't have asked for a better night. So to start off, I will say that I won't be getting into too many details, but if you want to have a visual of what Toronto Unicorn and I did, uh, she has a couple videos of us on her OnlyFans page that you can watch, and it is much more descriptive than I will be right now. <laughs> but... We went up to the private room, it started off with her getting acquainted with my deck, and she just gobbled it up. I face-fucked her, I bent her over the bed, and we fucked for a while. Uh, and we lasted a long time up there, actually. It was about an hour's worth of fucking. But uh, after that, we went down to the lobby to wait for Amber and Amelia. Because uh, we wanted Amber to have the key to the uh, private room as well. So that we could have our private session. But unfortunately they didn't get there in time and someone else had gotten the room after. But we still had our fun in the red room on the third floor. Which was amazing as well. She brought her toys and I was able to include her toys in our play session. And that lasted a while as well. And uh, after that, I was fucking exhausted. After a few rounds with Tron Unicorn and then a few rounds with Amber not too long after. Yeah, I was pretty tired. Uh, so I was just sitting back, relaxing, enjoying watching Amelia take some dick. And also squirt like fucking Niagara Falls, which was amazing. I was very impressed with that, Amelia, if you're listening. I will add that Toronto Unicorn and Amber are both amazing play partners and it's an absolute privilege to have the chance to be with them. So after my sessions with Amber and Toronto Unicorn we had a bit of a potluck. Uh, after eating a bit of stuff I wandered off and I met up with one of the staff members at Oasis. I believe her name is Joe. I'm not entirely sure about that. But anyway. She gave me a drink ticket for it being my birthday. I greatly appreciated that. And she also gave me a very, very sexy erotic dance on the pole that they have. It was outstanding. Um, but I was enjoying watching that while I was gaining my strength back from the rounds previous. Uh, after that, uh, I went upstairs and I had a conversation with... Uh, this one newer girl, let's call her L. So I ha was starting to have a conversation with L, and uh, we talked for a very long time. She was asking me a lot of questions, and it was nice to uh, nice to know that she wanted to get to know me prior to us actually doing anything. And sometimes that's all you have to do in order to end up being with someone that night is just getting to know them. 
So after we got to know each other quite a bit, uh, we went over to the VW room, which has the ass end of a VW bus in the room with handlebars inside for leverage, which is awesome. Uh, it's a bit too tall for me, so I had to improvise a bit. But after we still talked in there, she mentioned that she was very shy, so she preferred no one else watch. But there were still some people that snuck a peek, which can't really control that when you're in the scene. But uh, yeah, we enjoyed our time together. We had a very long sex session. And yeah, I believe that was my last one for the night. Just I, I was so tired and so exhausted after that. And yeah, it was a fucking phenomenal night overall. And I would do it again in a heartbeat. All right, so Amber was there. She got to have fun with Fez, and she definitely brought some yummy things. Uh, I think she brought the meat to the party. The I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had some of that midnight when I came home. I was like, I had the leftovers. Uh, so, Amber, thank you for bringing the salami. I enjoyed uh, slapping my girlfriends in the faces with them. That's right. <laughs> you did, and I went out like a good girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you did. Awesome. All right, so Amber, why don't you tell your story? What was it like for you at DTF night? What was your highlight and uh, any memorable moments? Hey everyone, it's Amber. So the highlights of my night, I would say, um, would be playing with Fez. It's been a couple of months since we've played, so it was fantastic to reconnect, um, especially kind of celebrating his birthday as well. Um, playing with him is always a great time and feedback from some of my girlfriends would say that um, it's like we're doing acrobatics when we're playing. So part of um, our playtime yesterday, it was uh, nice and it was surprising. He asked me to kind of like hold on to him. And I did not expect that he would completely like lift me up from a missionary position up and then put me up against a wall and then just go at it. So I think that is incredibly hot. Um, for me, a real turn on is when a man just takes control and moves me and lifts me and positions me in whatever way he likes. So that definitely was very sexy. There was moments where he was like giving his all. He was rough. He used his like famous towel move. So um, that was fantastic. And I definitely enjoyed receiving it all. In addition to all of that, um, I brought some of my toys. Um, I brought my fabulous wand vibrator, as well as a couple dildos. So um, he used a couple of those on me and that felt fabulous. Um, some memorable moments I noticed, like it was quite busy for DTF night, but it was really nice watching some, um, people playing. And even though for DTF night and some of them had only met for the first time there, just to watch how those people played and had such great chemistry that you would think that they actually were there as a couple. So I think that was super hot. Um, another memorable moment is watching Amelia's reaction as she was playing. Um, she was in the red room face sitting on someone and totally loving and 
enjoying her queening moment. Um, she was facing the one-way mirror. And so like we call it the term perving when we're just looking around or walking around and kind of eyeing how other people are playing. So I was perving on my friend while she was orgasming and it was really, really awesome. Um, it's nice to see my friends enjoy and get pleasure. So it was a really great night. Thank you everybody for contributing to the story time about DTF night. It was another one for the books. We deflowered another new person. We experiment with, you know, kink sharing and boyfriend sharing for, you know, special circumstances. And uh, it's all in the, in, in the faith of DTF night, right? It's all in the fun of DTF. And uh, until then, we'll, we'll see you at the next one. Yeah. <laughs> and she's gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Bye.